Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. show i am amanda seals today is thursday february 15th shout out to everybody who made it through february 14th without crying all right big up to all of us it is singles awareness day you did it sis you did it actually that's not just us you did it bros you did it because some of y'all was definitely there like hey man i miss shorty coming up on the show today we have our headliner of the week comedian tehran Wow, I really hit that. <laughs> Comedian Tehran will join us today. We're going to talk about Andre Day singing the Black National Anthem at the Super Bowl. There was some controversy surrounding her performance, and we're going to get into that, all right? Also, we have our group chat topic of the week, which is about Valentine's Day. It's love week, so we want to know how you feel about this whole holiday that they have manufactured to celebrate love. And... We got some life hacks, all right? What are some facts and hacks that could save your life? We're going to get into them. So you know how it is. We're going to listen, laugh, and learn. We always want to hear from you, so give us a ring, one eight five five amanda 8 That's one 262 All right, we'll be right back to the Amanda Seals Show. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals. And uh, let's start off our day with some helpful tips and tricks for the people. I recently saw a post that lists facts that could save your life. Okay. So I'm going to give you all some of them. There was at curious leaner. If someone breaks into your house at night, don't turn on the lights. You know, your house better than they do. Mm. I thought it that makes was a lot interesting. of sense. It does, but I just feel like I need to see what I'm up against. <laughs> like I need to turn on the lights and see like, am I dealing with like, a shorty? Am I dealing with a big brolic? Like, what am I? And maybe then I'll turn the lights off again because I need to know if, like, are we trying to fight? Do I need to run? Not like, am I, am I grabbing the gun? Like, what am I? What am I doing? Supreme over there, real serious. Like, if someone breaking into my house, I'm like, oh, like that's your face. My right dad now. told me that before, so I already knew really? that. <laughs> yes, yeah. Interesting. And what did he tell you? Did he add anything else to it? He was like, just keep the lights off and try to hide or get out because they're not going to know where you're at. Like, it was around, like, home alone time. I remember this. <laughs> oh, like, this one you were really? Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, right, I, I've always, right. I would always, I used to always look for, like, where would my place be in the house? Same. If I needed to hide. And I always had a place. And I, I will always hope that I would never need that place. But I always have a place that I think no one could find me. I always have an escape route as mm. well. 
Like yeah. I always like, I know I used to like really, I used to, I mean, I've even rehearsed the escape rounds because I used, my mom worked a double. She worked like two jobs. So I'd be a latchkey kid on weekends and I would have like, all right, if they come through that door, I'm going to be like, boop, 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 boop. <laughs> like, and I used yeah. to like practice. I can only imagine. Can I get out? Can I get out quick enough? You know, those, those uh, TikToks where they're like, you're Jason, the murderer is chasing you. Like, can you like get the door open real quickly? I used to yeah. do that by myself all the time. Oh, oh <laughs> Yeah. And, and you know, another thing that is good to do is to have a, your own fire drill to know what you would, where See? you would go. You That's know, we did them at, to do that. Yeah, we did eight. them at school. Yeah. So to have a plan like that at home is it might sound funny, Listen. but it might be a good idea. Yeah. If there was a fire, I know exactly what I would grab, by the way. So like what? My well, paintings and photo albums. Okay. She said her paintings. You have so much. Okay. <laughs> There's three particular paintings. They're all together. So it'd be like, bop, bop, bop. Oh, and okay. I know exactly what photo album I would grab and I'm out. I thought you were going to say the Jeezy Snowman shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean this whole thing? <laughs> no, it's not right there. <laughs> all right. Let's see. There's another tip and trick. Take Your Vitamin said, count the number of rows in between your seat and the emergency exit when you're on a plane so that if you can't see where you're going, you can feel where you're going. Mm. This is the thing. Y'all, like, are so paranoid, and I understand it, you know? Like, this is yeah. something that I'd normally be like, come on, you're doing too much. But then a whole part of a plane fell off a plane the other day. Yeah. So yeah. maybe you do need to be a bit more up in it. Mm. I'll tell you what. I was on a flight the other day and realized when I came back from the bathroom that I hadn't put my seatbelt back on. And when I remembered, I was like, oh, my God. My <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got a question for y'all. Do y'all pay attention when the, the flight attendants are giving all the instructions on the plane? No, but only because I know it by now. Yeah. Like I could do it for them. Yeah, I've heard okay. a lot of times. A lot. I of could times. do it for them. Now, when we fly over water, I am a little bit more attentive. <laughs> like, did anything change? Y'all got some new stuff that I didn't know about? You know what I'm saying? Did slide do something different? Um, when we come back, I'll tell y'all about when I was on a plane where I was the only person on the plane. We'll be right back uh, to the Amanda Seals show. The Amanda Seals show. We we are. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here. It's group chat Thursday, and we're talking about some life hacks and facts that can save your life. We were just talking about, like, when you're on a plane, are y'all paying attention when the flight attendant, like, gives the instructions at the beginning with the seatbelt and the mask and the life vest, et cetera? So when I go to Belize, I go to a part of Belize where you have to take a second flight, and it's sometimes, if you're the only one, they'll put you on, like, a puddle jumper, and it's just you and the pilot. Mm. And the mm. pilot still has to give you the speech and you got to just sit there while, <laughs> while he's giving you the speech. And you just sitting there one inch away from this person who's like, all right, so in the event of an emergency, you're going to have to pull the lever right here. And they had like, the, I mean, I ain't going to lie to you, the life vest, I was like, this ain't saving me. Uh, mm. so I don't trust this life vest. This ain't saving me. Finally, I just asked him, I'm like, tell me what levers I need to pull if you if you knock out. What do I need to do to keep us? Oh, good? wow. He taught me. He taught me. 
All right, let's get some more of these. Let's get some more of these. Um, at Trade Station said, you should still attempt. So this is from a post that I found online. That I want to share with y'all some of these tips and tricks. They said, you should still attempt to dial 911 in an emergency, even if you have no bars or signal. There mm. are protocols that allow your phone to bounce signals off of any tower available. Wow. Did not Never know that. Never knew that. Yeah. So the so, same 5G that's making y'all get, you know, uh, different personality changes, et cetera, apparently is also helping you in an event of emergency. You know, one time I was in the car and my phone was in my purse and it pressed the button like three times and then 911 called me. My phone started uh, with an alert. So if you have mm-hmm. an iPhone, if you if you press like the on uh, the power button, and then a yeah, volume the button, button at the same time. Yeah, at the same time, three times. Then the alarm will go off and 911 called me. And then they're like, are you okay? And then I, I have like safety people in my phone and it alerted them and they're calling oh, wow. me. They were getting they were getting my location as I was driving. What? You should look into that. Uh, it, Yo. I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure they probably have it on Android, but it's definitely on on iPhones and my brother was tracking where I was going as he was calling me he could actually see somebody about to use that for bad somebody (laughs) somebody listening is like well I'm about to find out if somebody cheating well you gotta make (laughs) the phone do a thing three times yeah you gotta add and and you you have to add the people to you know to get those alerts from you on you know to your phone I will say though you can change how many times you have to do that type of stuff like you can make the buttons only oh. need yeah like you can change the accessibility and stuff on your phone and if it's 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 like it's not dark web but it's like you know the kind of like nerdy stuff like when they'll have like mm-hmm. those YouTube videos like things about your iPhone you didn't know yeah. you know yeah. they have all that kind of stuff All right here's another one This is D in DC if you get caught in a rip current don't fight it it won't pull you under People die because they fight it. Then they get tired and drown. When you can swim parallel to the shore out of the rip, then die. When you can swim parallel to the shore out of the rip and then diagonally back to the shore. This is a fact. As somebody who has spent a lot of time in the ocean, if an undertow pulls you under, you kind of literally just got to like let your body be pulled back up. But most people out of the panic are going to start swimming. Right. And then you start swimming and you're fighting this thing that's stronger than you when really the ocean is not going to keep you down. Um, it, 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 the, 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 how do I say it? The waves roll. Right. So like the top of a wave was the bottom of the wave. And so oh, it gosh. rolls so you can roll with it. Okay. And it like this is a real thing. And so you kind of got to just like swim um, with like just go with the water. Go. You know what they say? Go with the flow. Yes. Yes. But it's, 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 it's scary, you know, but you just got to hold your breath and go with the flow, but you start. And and of course you need to try and get your air, but a lot of times people are just panicking, 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 and they're just caught in it. And if you, and if you stick with it a little longer, it'll pull you, it'll allow you to swim. Oh, wow. Wow. I'm just curious. Supreme, can you swim? Oh, absolutely. Like a fish. Okay. Okay. Relax. Be a lifeguard. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Now, here's the last one. Before we go. So do y'all have any life hacks? I have one while you're thinking. I have one. When you're in a car, if it gets in the water and you're trapped in the car, um, lean on the door while holding the handle and it will open the door. Hmm. 
Now, I've never tried this, but I saw it on a triple A commercial and they said that it works. So, oh, there you go. (laughs) I don't have any real life hacks. I'm thinking I might be in trouble out here. I need to go read up (laughs) on some. Like, for real, you got me thinking about all kinds of stuff. I mean, in an earthquake, you know, you stand in the doorway. Like, that's that's one that a lot of people who don't know about earthquakes know. Like, I had a friend who was staying here while I was gone. I was like, so if an earthquake happens, what you gonna do? And she was like, my God. I don't, I don't know. What, what, I, what, what do I sit? Go in the bathtub? I'm like, no, that's a tornado. That's a tornado. Mm. So that's a trick. Watch the Weather Channel so you'll get out of bad situations <laughs> before they happen. You can't, they, ain't way. no Weather Channel telling you about an earthquake. Earthquake, yeah, you can't do nothing about that. You know, TJ, I think, do you have any? You know, this is not really a life hack, but it it is something that. It's true in many cars. So if you get in your car and, you know, the visor that will protect you from the sun, the glare mm-hmm. of the sun, when you get in the car, you can actually take your visor and pull it out. So like to pull it like straight you can out, like it out. That's the word I'm looking for. You can extend the visor out in most cars. I tried it and it did work in a couple of cars that I tried it in to where you can uh, extend it out. So just in case the passenger side, the window over there has a glare, you can block the glare. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, don't say we ain't never taught y'all nothing, all right? Right. (laughs) (laughs) We just saved your life. We got 60-second headlines, and we get back to enhance your life. So keep it locked right here to The Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20-milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, Ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and it is time for your 60-second headlines. All right. Nearly three weeks after a bronze statue of Jackie Robinson was stolen from a youth league baseball facility in Wichita, Kansas, and later found destroyed, 45-year-old Ricky Alderete has been arrested and charged with felony theft and aggravated criminal damage to property. Why would he do that? Why would he do that? A GoFundMe launch to raise funds to replace the statue has reached almost $200,000. And I'm not going to lie, when I first saw that line, I saw the money first, and I was like, if this is a sentence saying that a GoFundMe to raise funds for Richie mm. Stephen <laughs> Booty Alderade has reached $200,000, i am going to be really mad. So thankfully, that was not the case. Fulton County District Attorney Fonnie Willis and lead prosecutor Nathan Wade have been subpoenaed to testify at a hearing involving motions to disqualify them from the Georgia election interference case over their alleged affair. How do you live this down? Like, you got to just pack up. You got to move. You got to go to another country and have a cupcake shop. Like, you can't. I don't feel like you can continue. You know what I'm saying? Like, she got to be. She cut a different. She cut different from me after if she sticks around for the after this. My question is, what what happens with the Young Thug trial? Like, son, they were already trying to get her for this for the Young Thug trial, (laughs) saying that she was involved with one of the YSL members. Wow, I didn't hear that. And I'm not saying there's validity to it, but it's like, this is such a fumble. 
on yeah. the play. It's wow. <laughs> this is like you literally came to the, to the Super Bowl with a frisbee. Like you didn't even. <laughs> Funny how the tables turn on that one. Funny but... how the tables turn. You're right. Funny how the tables. Taraji uh, <laughs> P. Henson has announced the upcoming release of a new children's book titled You Can Be a Good Friend No Matter What, set to release on June 18th. In my mind, it was like, you can get car service to the set no matter what. <laughs> she, it, that's the book. The book is teaching children how to get what they deserve. Yes, honey. The House voted to impeach Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas on this week after an embarrassing failed attempt from House Republicans last week as they seek to make the crisis on the southern border a top 2024 issue. This is so corny. First of all, in order to impeach someone, there has to be like actual empirical proof and evidence that they have done a high crime. Okay, he has not. <laughs> like, yeah. if, it, like if you're not, if you're not happy with like the way that he is in his position, then there, there there's such a thing. But like, they're literally an impeachment means that you have committed a crime and mm-hmm. thus you are being impeached from your position and he has done no such thing. And now they're going to bring it back to the house. Who knows if they're going to be able to pass it. But this is really my, my biggest question about this is when do y'all actually do stuff for the people? Yeah. Great question. When, when does that happen? Cause this ain't got nothing to do with the people. Nothing. It's very petty. <laughs> yes. So, you know, they continue to say that the border is an open border. It's not an open border. They continue to say that the problems at the border are because of this individual. That's not the case. Uh, they continue to, to sow seeds of like dissension between like American citizens and the migrants. I don't know if you've noticed that, but I keep mm-hmm. seeing people like now I see black people like the migrants are taking our jobs. And I'm like, Latravius, stop. Yeah. Stop. This is what they want you to do. They want you to fight over scraps so you're not paying attention to the fact that the 1% who actually are only paying scraps and taxes are the reason why you down here Mm. fighting for scraps. We'll be right back, y'all. That's your 60 Second Headlines, The Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here. Every week, somebody just be running their mouth. And we have turned it into a segment where Supreme says what they said. And I guess who is a celebrity that confessed? Supreme, who we got this week? All right. This artist says at one point in time, he was addicted to drugs heavy, but God showed him himself dying. And from that point off on, God weaned him off and he has never had the urge again even though he's been around drugs since then. First of all, I don't believe that. Mm. I have never met an addict who said that they never had the urge again. Sound like Judge Mathis. (laughs) (laughs) No, because I feel like... When I see one. (laughs) That's not what I mean. But I just mean that addiction is like a lifelong effort. You know what I'm saying? And I think it's like, it's not a sign of weakness to acknowledge that. You know, like your physical brain is altered by these narcotics and unfortunately it is an ongoing support system needed and and practice etc so when i hear people say that i'm like "Mm, i don't know yeah you might be putting on all right so is this artist a rapper a singer 
producer. He's a rapper slash producer. Like, are we talking like DJ Mustard? He's a father with two sons. He's older than us. He's older than us. Older than us. Yes. Older than us. Okay. He's one of the most celebrated producers over the last 10 years. Oh. Worked with Ludacris. Uh, okay, right now, I know who it is. When you say he's one of the most celebrated producers of the last few years, I already am like, okay, it's one of two people. So it's got to be Timbaland. There you go. Well, we actually have the audio of what Timbaland had to say. I was addicted to drugs. Heavy. What type of drugs? Oxycontin. Damn. How did Damn. that come from pain? Man, like- I was a dentist. You know, I was going, it was time I was married. And I got, when I was going through like a divorce before that, but even just when I was married, um, I went to the dentist and just life, so much stuff going on. And she gave me some Vicodin for a thing and that Vicodin made me feel like Superman. I needed more. Mm. And I just started like, yo, can, how my did teeth, you, my teeth still hurt. Not to lie. How did you I shake need, it? I need some, man, I'm, how did I shake it? I'm gonna be honest. I'm real honest and people ask, just God. <laughs> God had to show me, actually show me died died like showed myself get out of my body like an out of body experience and like i was dead i saw myself dead on the bed out of my body mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so he was just like you know i got you through this and i was like but you know the withdrawals and he just weaned me off i started just breaking little pills and started weaning myself off still go through the withdrawals um <clears throat> and god just weaned me off I'm waiting for a man to hit. hit. We don't believe you. We need. (laughs) I would never do that about something this serious, but I do. I I do. You know, we got to lift him in prayer because that's a tough battle to fight. That's a real tough battle to fight. And they make it so that that stuff is not easy to shake at all. Let's just say that. Yeah. All right. Um, Remember, Oxycontin, all that stuff. It is heroin. In pill form. Yes, yes. You heard me. Well, uh, you know, his story is one shared by many. And we know that there has been so many efforts to keep people addicted. So shout out to everybody out there who's in that fight. And I hope that you have a support system and that you're going to your um, your meetings and that you're keeping toxicity away from you that that triggers you to put toxicity in you. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. We speak the world on this time. We shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. show i'm amanda seals happy thursday we're getting closer and closer inching and inching right there to the weekend so just stick with us we're gonna get you there all right happy birthday if it's your birthday also happy birthday to megan the stallion lynn whitfield amber riley and birdman baby he's fly in any weather there you go all right i'm just picturing him rubbing his hands over his birthday cake like "Mm, what i'm gonna wish for what i'm gonna wish for Mm." coming up this hour we're gonna get into the group chat topic of the week it's also love week and this week we want to know 
How do you feel about Valentine's Day? All right. Is it just for women? Do men get into Valentine's Day? Like, can you celebrate Valentine's Day if you're not in a couple situation? Like, what's the situation about the situation? We're also going to open those phone lines. All right. So hit us up. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Remember, if you miss any of the show, you can listen to our daily podcast available everywhere you get your podcasts. Time to listen, laugh, and learn. See you, man. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. The Seals Show. Welcome back, y'all. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals. And uh, all right, let's get into our group chat topic of the week. The question we asked, of course, it is Valentine's Day week. Yesterday was the day. So we wanted to find out from people, do they still celebrate Valentine's Day? Like if you did and you don't anymore, what changed it? Like, all, you know, just kind of all the things and the environment that we're in right now around Valentine's Day. We want to do a little litmus test. All right. So let's get into it. Caller number one, where you at? What's going on? Man, let me tell you something. I hate Valentine's Day. And that ain't because I got I don't have no Valentine. I just had bad experiences on Valentine's. So with people I was with in the past, but I hate Valentine's Day. I don't celebrate it. I don't like it. I got a Valentine this year, but we're not doing that. Can't do it. Okay. You got trauma. I wanted to hear why. Like, what happened? What happened? All right. Let's go to our next caller. So that's one for hating Valentine's Day. That's one for hating Valentine's Day. Hey, Amanda. I just want to call in and voice my opinion about Valentine's Day. I think that Valentine's Day is a waste of money. It's um, it's not, it's it's a fraud. I don't know what else to call it, but to call it that because if you're not loving on me and treating me good the other 364 days of the year, then one day of spending all your money taking me out to eat and giving me this gift, that stuff really doesn't mean anything because tomorrow, how are you going to treat me? So I, I think it's really, it's just a way for Hallmark and all these big businesses with candies and cards to make money. All right. Have a good one. Okay. Let me just tell y'all the way people be having such strong feelings about Valentine's Day just be <laughs> cracking me up. Like y'all be really yes. like opposed. And it's like the people who actually care about Valentine's Day, they don't never be the ones who call, but we're going to see because we got a little bit more time and I want to hear from y'all. We'll be right back. This is the Amanda Seals Show. People got their fists in the air. They like, man, I don't know nothing about the politics of this country, but one thing I'm about is no more Valentine's Day. <laughs> we'll be right back to the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Hey, y'all, it's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. Today is group chat Thursday, and we're in the midst of a group chat topic of the week. Now, we just had two callers, y'all, who were vehemently opposed to Valentine's Day, all right? Now, one person said it was because they had bad experiences on Valentine's Day, but the other person said because they feel like it's just a made-up holiday and that really, if you're not showing me love 365, then what is what is this one day? What do y'all feel about that? I agree. I think it's very commercialized. I think it's very corporate. But at the same time, I feel like if you're with someone who's into it, you get kind of pressure into participating. So you got to make the right choice for what's right for you and your partner. I don't think it's that serious to like hold a boycott against Valentine's Day. (laughs) But, you know, if I me personally, I wouldn't participate at all. But it's not my choice sometimes. Hmm. It's kind of fun. Yeah, just fun. Like, 
you know the peer pressure here like what's wrong with a little chocolate what's wrong with the candy heart what's wrong with a little card what's wrong with the dinner i you know i well i love love even though i ain't in love with nobody right now but i've never gotten like so caught up on valentine's day i know people who are really caught up but i think it's just a cutesy thing to do you know just a little card a little candy is never gonna hurt anybody So here's the thing, like America is supposed to be separation between church and state. So like a lot of our holidays really are not attached to like spiritual holidays. Like in other Mm -hmm. places, a lot of the holidays are attached to like, especially like in Islam, in Islam led countries, like the holidays are attached to that, like whether it's Ramadan or Eid, et cetera. Right. And then you have also like religious cultures that have holidays like Yom Kippur and Rosh Hashanah, you know, Mm -hmm. and then and Christmas, right. And Easter. So America though, also just as a nation, like, we don't really have an extensive, deep American um, culture the way that like, you know, countries like India and, and Japan and China, like they just go way, 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 way back. So they have traditions that last a long time that are a part of like their cultural nationalism. America is really fairly a young country. And I feel like we're still like trying to figure out like what our American culture stuff is. And because it's really a company I feel like all of our holidays are more cultural holidays that are related to capitalism because that yes. is the culture of America. Yes. America's culture is capitalism. And it's not to say that these other countries don't have capitalist governments, but that's not necessarily their culture. Yeah. Like that is the founding of this country was on taxes, y'all. <laughs> like yes. they was like, we're not paying taxes. Like that's what made y'all yeah. revolutionize. It wasn't the slavery thing. No. Yeah, we draw the line. We draw the line. We're putting the T in the daggone bay. So I say all that to say that I feel like stuff like Valentine's Day, the commercialization of Easter, um, Cinco de Mayo, like these are things, even what they're doing with Juneteenth. Like it's really American culture to actually commercialize these things. Yes. I will say I do feel like Valentine's Day is one of the least sinister of them in the sense that it actually can be a positive space that yeah, isn't. That's true. That's <laughs> you know what I'm true. saying? Like, I don't feel like we got to give out Cartier watches on Valentine's Day, but like dinner. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, I go along to get along, so you know it is what it is. <laughs> Let's go to the phone lines. Hey, Amanda Seals. I am a hopeless romantic, and I definitely love Valentine's Day. I like the chocolate, yeah. the flowers, the balloons, and all that good lovey dovey stuff. Definitely love it. It's a go for me. It's my favorite holiday. Look at that. Somebody loves V-Day. All right, we got more for you. When we come back, we're going to take some more calls. It's the Amanda Seals Show. Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. What's up, y'all? It's the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals here, and it is time for us to continue on with our group chat topic of the week. We are talking about Valentine's Day. Now, we've had people say they hate it. We've had we've had people say it's a waste of time. We just had someone say it's their favorite holiday. And we have Supreme who says, you know, I could care less. I'm just trying to keep the peace. All right. I'm just trying to keep the peace. <laughs> you want you. chocolates? I got you. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so let's take another caller. Let's see what y'all think. Valentine's Day is 
So I actually, I really miss celebrating Valentine's Day when we were in grade school. And mm. I'd have to find the little Valentine's Day cards that we would put in each other's oh, little yeah. Valentine's Day boxes. That was actually the most excited I've ever been for Valentine's Day. And I have to say as an adult it just doesn't hit the same uh i am single right now so i'm not going to be celebrating with somebody today but when i was with somebody in relationship it really was just like any other day the restaurants were full the reservations were full everything was full so what's the point you know also flowers are super expensive on that day so no thank you I think sometimes it really is just fun to participate in something, y'all. <laughs> All right, next caller, next caller, next caller. Hi, Amanda. My name is Madison, and I feel about Valentine's Day. It's a little bit of a commercial mm. thing, but you should be able to celebrate the love of your life every day and not just on Valentine's Day. Yes, make it special, but it should be an everyday thing and not just, like, people just always go out and buy all these things and make a big deal about Valentine's Day, but you should always love your loved ones all the time, not just one day out of the year. Where did we get this narrative that Valentine's Day is the (laughs) only time (laughs) is the only time we show love? Like, where did that come from? That's always people's argument and I never understand it because it's like Okay, like I if I give like I may give someone gifts all the like my partner was going to get gifts all year round just because like if I see something, I like something. But on Christmas, it's like this is a holiday for Christmas gifts. Like I'm going to pack them. Mm -hmm. I'm going to wrap them. We're going to do a whole thing about it. You know, like Valentine's Day to me doesn't mean you don't love me every other day of the year. It just means that this is a day that we're celebrating love. Yeah. yeah, it almost sounds like a cop-out to just say, oh, I don't need to do anything on Valentine's Day. Like, you, are you being cheap? <laughs> are you intentional? Like, what is it about it that you want to boycott it so hard? Because people get really passionate about not celebrating it. Oh, TJ, you got to chill. You're making it hot. You're making it hot. <laughs> I'm telling you, because it really be like, why are you standing on this so crazy? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and then, you know, a person like me is going to be like, why aren't you standing on real issues that affect us with the same, like, you know, harshness and commitment that you're standing on this? Uh, It don't make no sense. It don't make no sense. Let's go to another caller. Let's see what they got to say. I believe that people should feel loved every day. I personally feel loved when I'm able to vibe with someone, spend quality time with someone, um, enjoy a hobby together, uh, do something in nature, I think quality time is the best way to feel that you're loved and it's something that shouldn't be reserved just for Valentine's Day. But I'm also a giver. So seeing the looks on people's faces when you show them that you love them on Valentine's Day makes love feel even more fulfilling. So I think it's something that should be celebrated, but we should try to celebrate it every day. And I think it's a beautiful thing that it is in Black History Month. And I think that for us Black people, that that should be what Valentine's Day is, is showing the love to our fellow brothers, our Black brothers and sisters throughout the diaspora, because we need it. We need each other, especially right now with all this craziness going on. Have a wonderful day, Amanda. You're incredible. God bless. Thank you. Um, I really feel like it's very 
it's very true that we need it right now. And I love that connection. Like I had never thought of that mm-hmm. connection. Right? Yeah. That was yeah. good. That was good. Okay. We all agree that was good. Got it. <laughs> right, well, when we come back. Home. <laughs> when we come back, I have a thought. I have a thought and I will share that thought with you about my culminating um com- my I will share my conclusion on our our Valentine's Day group chat topic of the week when we come back. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals here. We're in the midst of our group chat topic of the week. And um let, okay. We got one more caller. Let's do let's do one more caller. Hey Amanda. I was calling to answer the question about Valentine's Day. Uh do I celebrate it? Yes, I do. And I don't necessarily celebrate it in the traditional way. Me and my husband started celebrating Valentine's Day when we met. And once we had kids, we transferred that celebration onto our kids. So they are now 16 and 21. We give them Valentine's on Valentine's Day, whether it's a heart-shaped pizza and some cupcakes, um, some treats that they like. And what we've noticed is that over the years, since they've gotten older, my daughter has taken to celebrating Valentine's Day with her brother. She'll get him a basket of hot flaming variety chips or whatever. And with encouragement, he would get her something that she likes, like a like cheesecake from cheesecake. But outside of that, um, my husband believes to care less if he gets anything on Valentine's Day. We just want to show love uh, to our kids, tell them what love looks like, what it feels like on a daily basis, and then we go a little extra on Valentine's Day. And ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Okay, so here's my thing. So we've had all these people be like, you know, Valentine's Day is 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 a <laughs> it shouldn't be. We shouldn't be celebrating love only on Valentine's Day. Here's my thoughts. We celebrate people every day. On their birthday, we like, let's all gather and celebrate you today. It's not like I hated you and ignored you for the rest of the year. No, like you my homie, but on your birthday, we gonna celebrate you, you know, just a little exponentially. It's more of like an intentional focus. Yeah. And I think that that's the only thing. And you know, I do not rock with this capitalist BS, but I just feel like we need love. And that's like a very basic scenario where we can at least say on this day, we gonna give love. And if you've been in a relationship that you also know is Valentine's Day, it's supposed to be a no argument day. And you be appreciating oh, yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Valentine's Day is like, ah, ah, ah. we don't argue on this day. At you all. know. <laughs> but shout out to all the couples who are gonna celebrate Valentine's Day this weekend because you were arguing yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I understand you. I've been there. I am you. All right. Shout out to everybody for calling us up. One eight five five Amanda Eight is the number. We appreciate you, and we'll be right back. The Amanda, Amanda Seal show. show. We up. We up. We up.
coming up in the group chat this hour. We have our headliner of the week. Comedian Tefran will join us. And we're going to talk about Andre Day, who sang the Black National Anthem at the Super Bowl last weekend. We're not going to talk about Andre Day, but we are going to talk about people mad. People always mad. They mad about something. Whenever Black people do anything really well, there is going to be a whole group of people who are mm-hmm. mad about it. What did you think about her performance? Uh, why do you think we sing the the Negro National Anthem before the game now? Anyway, we're going to get into all of that, all right? So stick around. Remember, don't forget, if you miss any of the show, you can listen to our daily podcast, available everywhere you get your podcasts. It is time to listen, laugh, and learn. See Amanda Seal Show. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta. Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. It's the Amanda Seal Show. Check this out. On Thursday, we group chat. It is what everyone's talking about. Yes, y'all, this is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and we are here with our headliner of the week. Comedian Tehran. Now, Tehran, I mean, listen, y'all. If you if you in if you in LA and you on the comedy scene, then you already know Tehran is one of the illest. He's also an actor, a host, a writer, a social activist. He is half African American, half Muslim, half Jewish. I know that math don't seem like it add up, but it do. It do. Okay. And he is known for his inclusive multicultural humor and diversity. So, of course, it's no surprise that he would be here with us on the Amanda Seal Show. Welcome to Ron Von. G- How do I even pronounce your last name? Let me make sure I do it properly. Technically, it's, it's Kasri, but I just call Kasri. it Kasri. Kasri. Okay. That Middle Eastern it makes it hard. And you, uh, the part that's not half black is half Iranian, just for the viewers to know. <laughs> Because people always just assume I'm half black, half white. And it's like, eh, it's a lot of spice. I have a lot of spice. <laughs> There's herbs. There's herbs in there. Like, yeah. There's herbs in there. Um, well, we are so happy to have you here. And for y'all who don't know, like, when I first came to L.A. and I was doing stand-up and I was trying to, you know, get on stage and stuff, I remember meeting Tefran. And he like made it his business. He was like, I'm gonna get you on stage at the Laugh Factory. I'm gonna get you on stage at the Laugh Factory. And those are the types of things that you just never forget. I never forget. Terrell was riding for me before he even really knew me like that. So, you know, That's you cool. always gonna be my homie. And um, you always have intellectual, thoughtful things to say, which is why I love that, you know, it's like you're you're owning the social activist element. Now we here at the Amanda Seals show, um, <laughs> you know, that's a big part of what we do. And so this 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 football game took place. I don't know if you've heard about this, the Super Bowl. Okay. Um, it took place on Sunday. And Andre Day performed Lift Every Voice and Sing. Let's just hear, let's just hear some of it, y'all. Let's just hear some of it. Lift every voice and sing till earth and Now, this actually was very tame part of the song because she definitely by the end was like facing the rising. <laughs> You're not making the cases. 
You gotta make the faces. She was making faces. You're you're singing it. You still you're still looking Amanda Amanda Seals Amanda Diva pretty. You can't do that. You have to make the face. Stank the face. Stank. Put the, yeah, stank, put the stank on it. Well, did you see the performance? I Thera- saw the performance. What did you think of the performance? I thought it was a very wonderful rendition of the Negro national anthem. Okay, so here's the thing. People are upset. (laughs) No way. People are mad just to be mad. I understand. People are mad just to be mad. Now, first of all, let me just say first, before we come back to this, black people, I saw some black people mad because they said she put too much stank on it. It was like, (laughs) it was like this song don't require all of that. This song don't require all of that. Now, how did y'all feel? I'm curious. Seal Squad, Enterfron, did you feel like the, the, the Negro National Anthem can has space for stank or do you feel like it needs to be sung straight ahead i think she did her thing like i'm not gonna hate on that like she did her thing i think that i i think that she was good but i don't think anyone was supremely impressed here's okay it's not even the way she sang it it's not obviously she has all the talent and she's putting the hard work the background could have done better we could have done better with that background okay Okay. there was a lot going on that didn't need to go on there are a lot of people on that stage that were cousins and nephews and best friends (laughs) that were not on the same caliber also we already had Alicia Keys coming in later we could have gotten Fantasia to sing this and if we Mm. didn't want to go with someone of this complexion, which remember, I'm part of the light skin squad too. We could have had Keisha Cole. Like, I just feel like when there's Keisha, and what I had, <laughs> you're telling me you would have heard Keisha. You'd be like, and nobody would have, nobody would have questioned that stank. The reason why Andre, uh, uh, Andre Day, Andre mm-hmm. Day, yeah. the reason why she was critiqued in the way is because at, in a little bit it seemed like it was inauthentic she was singing the song oh. but it didn't come off as in she believed in the song she was using her talent really? and we see that often in performers where even in comedy comedy uh there's a performer who goes on stage and it's like why are people not resonating with them because it doesn't seem sincere and authentic that mm. vulnerability is a is a master class in comedy i have a theory about that I it's a presentation that. it should be a conversation when we get back, I have a theory about that right here at the Amanda Seal Show. We're gonna we're gonna continue this authentic conversation. Uh so don't go anywhere. Keep it locked right here. We have Tehran joining us and the con- the combo will continue. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seals here. We are in the midst of a group chat topic of the week with our headliner, Tehran, comedian Tehran. <laughs> our headliner of the week. And we are, we're talking about Andre Day's performance of Lift Every Voice and Sing. Now, of course, the bigger conversation is the fact that every time that Black people do something, there's always people who are like, why are Black people doing Black people things? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So to run, you were just saying that you felt like people didn't connect to her performance because you felt like it was inauthentic. I in have the a black theory. community, in the black community, in the white community, it was racism. But in the black community, <laughs> okay, no, right. So when black people true. were when the black people who were critiquing it, you feel like that was their that was what they were feeling. Here's that, my theory: they, they were feeling if I'm singing the the Negro national anthem at the at the at, at the Super Bowl, I don't know how authentic I feel in that space. You know what I mean? I think mm. in your mind, you're like, yeah, that. Yeah, like I'm honored. I'm come out. I'm gonna come out here and put on for my people. But once you're there, 
I wonder if, if I ever get to ask her, I'm, if, if I would ask her, like, what was the vibe? Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because it, I remember, Supreme, you were like, you know, we didn't get the Black Super Bowl that we wanted. Like, we didn't get Baltimore versus Detroit. So it's They like, were never going like, to let that happen. They yeah. were never going to let that happen. They went through every script writer in the world to make sure that didn't happen. They controlled. You know, every football has a microchip in it. That is a real thing. Every NFL football yep. has a microchip in it. That's why you can't give them away anymore. That's not my opinion. Now, I'm not saying that the microchip is in any way controlling the football. But the way that it hit homeboy's head and the 49ers dude caught it, somebody had a remote control on right? it. Right? <laughs> it's too much money on the line. It's Touchdown. Yeah. Touchdown. You seen all those Jesus commercials? There's no way they don't let Baltimore and Detroit have those. <laughs> it's true. They even had Israel propaganda commercials. I mean, it's bugged out. Like, this whole NFL thing is wild. Um, so, there was actually backlash from the whites as there always is uh so megan kelly the same lady who was mad about black santa let's just remember that okay she was offended that there was any other santas than white santa she tweeted the so-called black national anthem does not belong at the Mm. super bowl she says we already have a national anthem and it includes everyone for the record the star spangled banner has racist lyrics in it it literally speaks about slavery positively Mm -hmm. okay also to call the national the negro national anthem so-called lift every voice and sing was written by james weldon johnson the words the music was brought by his brother john rosamond it was first performed in duval shout out to jacksonville florida it was first performed at a school and the kids were performing in honor of Abraham Lincoln's birthday, who we also learned was also a bleeding heart racist. Mm-hmm. But that is not a so-called Negro National Anthem. It became a part of the Black culture. community. Yes, and the culture. So, you know, Megan Kelly had an issue. People said they were going to boycott the game if the song is sung at the games. Now, sure, she says it don't belong at the Super Bowl. Mm. Can we just, for the sake of argument, say, why would why would it not belong at a football game? What what is sacred about a football game that the Negro National Anthem doesn't belong there? I agree Except, with her because it's really I do. It doesn't belong there. Neither do any of the black players. And to be honest, we should start our Ooh. own league and let them watch their little game. And the score will be 49ers, Chiefs, Chiefs win three to one. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> let them watch that little game and see how that goes. Because they don't want to be, if you don't want to be inclusive, be don't be inclusive now. I say that about everything. If my friends and I are playing basketball and we play high level basketball, that's when I, I ask people to be racist then when a little white boy shows up and it's like, I got next. No, you don't. Be racist now. Be racist. Look at us having a good time and be like, you know what? I wouldn't hire them. I'm also not going to play with them. Let me go over to the other court. Don't call next time. <laughs> don't come and mess up our high level game with your exactly. with your mediocrity. With the- <laughs> and that's how I feel about Megyn Kelly. Don't mess up our high level game with your mediocrity. That is it. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. I didn't, yeah, all too. of us were like, where's he going? Where's he going? Where's he going? <laughs> oh, he got there. Make, all right. It all. makes sense. <laughs> right. We'll be right back, y'all. We're here at the Amanda Seal Show. We are joined with our headliner of the week, Tehran. And we are talking about, does the Negro National Anthem have a place at the Super Bowl? The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. 
What's good, y'all? We're here at the Amanda Seal Show. We have got our headliner of the week, comedian Tefran, joining with joining us. And we've been having this conversation around Andre Day's performance of the Negro National Anthem at the Super Bowl. The whites were upset about it because they said it didn't belong there. Black people were upset because they said she was doing too much with it. Um, last year, Cheryl Lee Ralph sang it. And I feel like that is the first time that they sang it during the Super Bowl. No? Did I make that up? This is the second year that it's been sang, so yes. Okay. So, why do we feel like it was even added to the program? I think it's a little panderish. Pandering a little bit. Ever since the uh, Colin Kaepernick um, boycott and those things, I think they had to add something to give kind of a social justice initiative and, you know, kind of throw a bone to, yeah, we'll let you have your, your, your national anthem in there. Feels BLM. It feels like it happened yeah. after BLM. Yeah, right? Sure. Like, I don't know how much longer they would sing this. But Supreme, just to be very fair, everything that comes from social activism and civil rights as it relates towards the white people and involvement it's all a form of pandering no matter what it is whether because they would never they would never innately think of these things so if we don't fight for them and if we don't get them then they would just never naturally think of them they no one had a problem with hollywood being super white to the point where no one thought Mm -hmm. that all three lord of the rings which took place in middle earth didn't think that any black people would exist right Not, not a single one in front of the camera or even behind the camera. No one had a problem with that. But now, all of a sudden, you see in Hollywood a lot of white actors going, well, I don't get parts because it goes to all the black people, even though it's only up 2%. And it's like, so basically what you're saying to me is that the only way you could succeed in Hollywood was through racism. And now that there's a little bit less of it, you don't think you'll succeed. Do y'all see what is my people's? <laughs> yeah. But you know what? Like, why are we even singing these songs before these games? Why? Why? It's a it's a phys, it's a sport game. Like, why is it an American? Like, why is it a time for us to like hail our American like uh, patriotism? Where'd that come from? I don't even know. I think it invokes people emotionally, and sports invokes people emotionally as well. So I think it's all part of the process. Hmm. I mean, do I we would- still say? Do they still do the pledge of allegiance before the game? Star I think do the National Star yeah. Spangled Banner. Okay, but not the Pledge of Allegiance. I just remember in the high Pledge school. Pledge of Allegiance? Like, I never, in I high school, we would do the Pledge of Allegiance at games. What? I don't yeah. yeah that's no, but I also grew that. up in Florida. Okay. But that's actually what makes America extremely successful. If you go to anywhere else in the world, no other country has this many flags on trucks and garages hanging mm. as banners. So America is the American people's favorite team. And that's one of the things you learn once you become, you know, if you're a little bit more worldly or it's like myself who has a background, immigrant background and an American background. We're going to be out, but we're very fortunate because Toronto is our headliner of the week. So he'll be joining us tomorrow for for the record. And of course, we will go to the back of the class. So make sure you stick around with us here at the Amanda Seals Show. Teron, where can they get more of your humor, of your brilliance, of your activism? Well, I'm currently touring. Also, I have my show every single Thursday at the Laugh Factory, Tehran Thursday, every Thursday night, 10 p.m. 
and find me all across the board on social media at I am Tehran. My name is Tehran, like the capital of Iran. So if you don't know how to spell it, just watch Fox News. Literally, they talk about me every single day. Literally, they bring my name. <laughs> there you got Literally it. And he's at the Laugh Factory Hollywood, y'all. So if you're in LA, you can make sure to check out Tehran Thursdays, 10 p.m. Laugh Factory Hollywood. We'll be right back with you at the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Seals. Today's February 15th. February 15th. Rolling. Mm. Rolling, rolling, rolling right on through. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn with the word of the day. I've never heard this word before in my life. And uh, I, I would be very surprised if you have either. What does that mean? <laughs> because it just feels like a word. I'm that a wordsmith over here. <laughs> well, we're both in very similar fields and have been for like our careers. And I'm just like, I never heard it. Maybe you did. I don't know. MacGuffin? Oh, no. You you were absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> you were absolutely right. Not to be confused with MacGyver. MacGuffin. MacGuffin. Mm. It's a noun. Use it in a sentence real quick. Maybe I can get it from the use of it in the sentence. In the movie The Wiz, the MacGuffin is the yellow brick road. Ooh. Yeah. That's mm. Yeah, you this got is, me. This is an advance advance. Yes, yes. It's an object, event, or character in a film or story that serves to set and keep the plot in motion wow. despite usually lacking intrinsic importance. Yo. Mm, that must just be a movie term because I've never heard that used in any other, like, wow. Yeah. I'm trying to think of another example than a yellow brick road, a MacGuffin in a film. A a mo- an object, event, or character in a film or story that serves to set and keep the plot in motion despite usually lacking intrinsic importance. Hmm. Now, the feel, the reason why, I mean, I guess they say usually because the Yellow Brick Road absolutely has intrinsic importance in absolutely. The Wizard it, of Oz. It would have been no Wizard of Oz without the Yellow Brick Road, yeah. Let me just say that one time I went to Lloyd Banks' house as the homie, just as the homie. <laughs> this was not a scrappy situation. And he was like, I'm going to show you my favorite movie of all time. And I'm thinking he's about to pull out like Scarface or, you know, Goodfellas. And he reached from the top of like this big old bureau <laughs> and pulled out the Wizard of Oz. Not even the Wiz. Wow, not the Wiz. The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> I was like... Gangsters, full of surprises. Uh, <laughs> coming up this hour, y'all, we got my IB knowing, and we're going to take the more calls, and we're going to make sure that you are up on all things because we got 60-second headlines, all right? We love to hear from you. Remember, you can stay connected with us 24-7. Hit us up, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seals Show. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here, and it is time for another IB knowing. 
So we've been talking about Valentine's Day and, you know, it's Valentine's Day week. It was our group chat topic of the week and the conversation around love. And, you know, one of our callers said something that I just thought was really impactful. And she said, you know, I really wish that Valentine's Day, especially for the black community, was more about celebrating our love for each other versus like romantic love, because that's something that we really need to like step into. And I think that is so true. And I think we can also extend it to like our love for ourselves. And that's not like your love for yourself from an arrogant point of view, like you being like, yeah, I'm that one, I'm that me. But really like showing yourself care and just like if you had a hard year, like being extra kind to yourself that day, you know, if you've been working really hard, like letting yourself have the day off and giving yourself like self-care and self-love. I think the idea of Valentine's Day as just a romantic day is where we get left. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's where it goes left. And I would love to see, we're going to have a day that's about celebrating love, us extending that in a, and, and growing the tradition to something other than just like candy hearts to say, I love you, right? Because the other part of that is that I don't know a lot of people that are enjoying their relationships. So a lot of y'all is faking the funk at these Valentine's Day dinners anyway. Let's just keep it a buck. Let's just Man. keep it a buck. <laughs> but I also feel like, you know, there's a very clear indication when we look at the world today that it is devoid of love in so many ways and so many ways. And so it's like we, we if we're really going to take take this day and make it less commercial and make it have more meaning, then I feel like it needs to have more conversations around what is love. And that can happen from even the kids, right? Mm. Like when we talk with the kids and we talk about Valentine's Day, it's usually just like, you know, the fun candy hearts and stuff. But I think there's really a discussion to be had about what really is love. How do you show love to each other? How do you show love to yourself? How do you lo show love to your community? You know, how do you see your parents show love? How do you see your friends show love? Like the discussion of really what love is. And I think that's, that's something that's so missing from our society. We perform love, you know, we behave in what we think is the act of love, but truly do we understand it? It's not really something we're taught. It's something we hear in Keith Sweat songs. And we're not really sure if that's love or whining. So there you have it. That is my I be knowing. Keep it locked right here. The Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. All right, y'all. We're going to head on out. We are going to head on out. This has been the Amanda Seal Show. It's your girl, Amanda Seals. And I hope that you all, I hope you all had a great day with us here at the show. Uh, we are looking forward to our, our fun day Friday tomorrow. We're going to be joined again with our comedian and uh, headliner of the week, Tefran. He had a great interview this today with Andre, when we talked about Andre Day and her performance of the Negro National Anthem at the Super Bowl. I just love that when we get to have comedians on and I especially love when it's comedians who are like really committed to like their social consciousness it just adds a whole other layer right to the conversation so we're going to be joined tomorrow for, for the record with Tefran we talked about all type of stuff you may get some hacks on surviving some situations uh, we talked about that earlier in the show and Supreme admitted I didn't know a lot of these I, yeah. I don't know if I could survive out here for real for real <laughs> so you, you don't want to get caught out there all right Keep it locked right here. Coming up on Friday's show, it's a fun Friday, a feel-good Friday. We'll have things I learned this week and the public seals announcement and the black spin. Our headliner of the week, comedian Tehran, will join us for the record. And we're going to keep it positive with Black Joy Stories, all right? Our resident movie critic, Desmond Thorne, will do us a solid and tell us what to watch and what not to watch so that we don't waste our time. All that and more on Friday's The Amanda Seals Show. Before we go, remember... 
Check out Small Doses Podcast. This week, we had Sherilyn Eiffel, the former head of the NAACP Legal Defense Fund. She's just an incredible legal mind. And we did side effects of civil rights. Part one. Part two will be next week. But everyone has been telling me how much they learned, how much they loved, just how many gems she was dropping in the episode. So I don't want y'all to feel left out on that. You got to get in on that. So make sure you check that out wherever you get your podcast. And you can also watch it on YouTube, Amanda Seals TV, and get the visuals. And if you haven't gone to amandaseals.com, to sign up for my newsletter so that you know when I'm coming to your city, then you're playing yourself. A lot of people wanted me to come to LA. Y'all was on my head. Like, when you coming to LA? When you coming to LA? All right, well, I'm, I'm not coming to LA, but I'll be close. I'm going to be in San Diego. Yes, I'll be in San Diego at the Lab Factory Friday, February 23rd and Saturday the 24th. You can get your tickets at amandaseals.com. Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. The Amanda Seals Show. We are we up, we up.